Oh yeah! It's time for everybody's favorite breakdown. It's part two. I don't know why it's your favorite breakdown. It's your favorite show. Part two of Monsters. Welcome to episode 114, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Uh-huh. It is I, Pepe Le Pew. Coming to you live on Geeksters. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Getting in my own little world. It's getting late. <laughs> getting punched drunk. <laughs> I get drunk and I get punched. So, everybody, here in part two, uh, we bring you another episode of Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica, where we, Erica, pulls something off the internet that is interesting to her, <laughs> she finds fascinating, and then, hopes, find it bizarre. and then hopes that we find it as interesting enough that we don't talk about it. <laughs> and this week, it happens to be um, a, about a 1,300-year-old. No, thirteen hundred year old. That's not that far back. I'm <laughs> looking It's it's seven thousand BC. There you go. No, seven thousand. It's AD. AD. Yeah, it's after it's after Jesus. They mentioned him. Anyway, it's it's a book. <laughs> it's it's archaeologists find a book. Yeah. And everything what's so special about a book that has to be part of it, like the universe and everything, America. You just have to listen. I think it deals with witchcraft. I don't know. I wasn't paying much attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were. No, I was paying attention. Okay. No. Uh, so yeah. So it's about uh, witchcraft during ancient Egypt times when Jesus walked the earth. That's right. So it has a little bit of religion mixed. Hello, folks. Right now the girls are like, ooh. Really tingled me in my ear holes. I'm going to go masturbate. I'm going to double click my mouse. So, uh, yeah, it has to deal with Jesus, magic, rarities, human skin, Necronomicon, the mummy. There. Oh, yeah. I bullet, all the bullet points for you, folks. You and then we gave you releases of the week, where I also gave a review of not one, but two video games, Far Cry Ooh. 4 and Dragon Age Inquisition, which led Ed to play a clip to go in the break. <laughs> So I'm assuming Ed's going to keep it. Yes. Maybe he'll trim it down. No. No, you're going to put the whole clip. Full All right. Clip. All right, and then uh, we'll, you know, that'll be that. So we'll we'll see you at the end. So enjoy it. And that was Alice Cooper. I'll bite your face off, just like we'll bite your face off if you don't listen to us live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So search Aquanet Radio on those apps. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to figure out a way, wacky way to come back. It's gonna be my thing now when we come back from break. Going, hey, you been listening to this live? See what what he really. Everything you guys don't see is him doing the finger air gun. Yeah. I say we should. That's why we say we always <coughs> video record these shows, just because there's really a totally should. different sound from when you're seeing it from versus when you're hearing <laughs> it. And when we get smell vision, all oh. hell, all hell. Promise. <laughs> oh like, man, he was repping a Thursday. He was repping him really bad. I mean, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I even I was getting annoyed. <laughs> oh my god! It was Come on, horrible. ass. 
I'm like, oh, okay, that's just ridiculous now. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, when he said that, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's all air. <laughs> but, sure? but it did get us a nice little, you know, 20 minute uh, brown mist movie plot. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Two Bit Productions is working on the brown mist movie. That's right. Smelling to a theater near you. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm, that's one of my Chris Hardwick point. By the way, <laughs> the points I'm doing like that. Yeah, what's up? That's my Chris Hardwick. Like, hey, God, I want to punch him even more. Hey, look at me. I'm a geek. You're a nerd. Oh, geeks uh, and nerds, which, you get together. Which one? <laughs> him or Chris Hardwick? Well, Chris Hardwick. I know ah, he's doing it ironically. Yeah, I'm doing, I hope. I'm I being hope. all ironic. Like, what's up? Yeah, there's so much, so much irony you could take. Chris, Hard- <laughs> Chris Hardwick's just a douche. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he meant well at one point, but now his, 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 his I'm a nice guy, everyone, has grown to this proportion of, well, they're, they're calling I want to like, see him die. Like, <laughs> they call him the, the authority in the geek community. No. No. Sorry. Sorry, I would take... Kevin Smith like, first. Kevin yeah. Smith, Will Wheaton. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, those folks. Yeah, there's a lot more but people. I think those, the, are the, those are the two main ones who I would like. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's I'm, others. He's but... got he's got a pull in the geek industry. Yeah. In the least, yeah, as like... far as, you know, most of that pull is him jacking off somebody nah. else. So, ah! All right. Okay. So I guess this is my question. It's like, why does everybody think he's like king of the fucking nerds? You, like, you know why? Cause, hmm. Because we're, he's packaged that way. He he he's he smartly set up a empire basically or his people. Anyway, it set oh. up an empire basically that makes him the forefront like that whole nerdist channel that he developed yeah. online. It was just like the greatest thing cuz it's like well now that G4 is gone, that pretty much well yeah, G4 going under helped his career immensely. Yeah, exactly. Because he used mm-hmm. to just be the gadget prawn guy. And he had, you know, and he was a stand-up comic that did, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of like Hey, I'm a I'm a nerd back in the eighties. He's you guys... still doing the air guns. Well, yeah, because <laughs> when I talk like Chris Hardwick, I got to do the air guns. Because to me, he embodies that he like that slick salesman of like you're my buddy, you know, like hey, yeah. bang bang, come on, we're cool, we're hip. But see, you and know? that's and, and maybe that's why I'm I like one of my oh, you got I'm the guy you want on your side, man. Yeah, no, because I understand, I'm cool, and maybe I can get you know out of the cool places. Maybe that's the reason why I'm just like. I like Kevin Smith, Will Wheaton, like they, and I, I know I keep coming back to him. I know there's others, but yeah. the names aren't coming Those to me right now. Solid, solid yeah, but leads. like they have a, I, I feel like they have credibility. Like they worked in the, like right. they, they worked their way into the industry. Like, they you know, stuff. They, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, the, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The difference between Kevin Smith and Will Wheaton and Chris Hardwick is the fact is that. Kevin Smith and Will Wheaton's done other things. They just happen to be attached to the geeky yeah, community, right. Right. They, where Chris Hardwork is making his living off of the geek community. That's good. Ah, yeah, you I know like, what? Yeah. That is a brilliant observation. Ed. Genius! Brilliant! Pitch perfect! Perfect! Let's go because that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. All right. Okay, so. good night. <laughs> I took his headphones off too. He's, He's going just, home. He just dropped his mic. And there is a, Fuck as you cl- guys. I'll just stand here and wait. <laughs> as close to the mic drop as he can yeah, do. He's just push it down. <laughs> Shit, I think he really did leave. <laughs> no, he came back. He, I'm his ride home. <laughs> he gets outside. Yeah, I, 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 I can't wait for Sean to finish. He, he walks out the door going, that's right. I'm the man. I still have to wait for my ride. <laughs> I will 
I'll come back then. <laughs> oh, Fine. you got I'll, me this week. <laughs> Fine, I'll finish the show. <laughs> but I was brilliant back there. Don't you forget it. <laughs> when I get to the nerd news and you hear me stumble over words, just remember, a couple hours ago, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to our... Is it time? Yeah, it's time. All right. It's time. It's about time. Let's go. Time for what? Um, Why is it not playing? I don't know. It's not playing over there. It's not playing over here. I wonder why. Because you touch yourself at night. No. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, why, like, why, that's why, a smart joke, kids. Why, why does that matter? Yeah, I didn't say the buns were sticky, <laughs> and I wash up afterwards. God, I hope so. Yeah, for some reason, we might have to. Might have to. Do it Hold on. Let's see if the average. Yeah, even the advertisement's not dum, coming dum, through. Dum, 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 I wonder dum, if this dum, is one dum. of those things. Uh, you know what? Here you go. It's like the universe and everything with Erica. Take it away, Erica. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this week, um, and I, I want to thank one of our listeners for this because I was I'm sitting there going, I don't know what to do, and then this gets presented to me. I'm like, this is awesome. So. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> hey. I thought, that, I thought that was Eric again. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Not this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, uh, that was me. Sorry. Australian researchers have deciphered an ancient Egyptian handbook revealing a series of invocations and spells. And all I could, oh, the Necronomicon! All I could think is this is the beginning of the mummy. Any uh, second, fucking rock's going to come through. <laughs> I thought more of, uh, you know... <laughs> It's not that it's far the, you off, know what? Hold on. It's already past that time, Ed. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I found it. All right, too late. All right, guys. Okay, so it's called The Handbook of Ritual Power, and it tells readers how to cast love spells, exercise evil spirits, and treat a condition called black jaundice. And um, <laughs> black jaundice. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm black jaundice. <laughs> um, I don't know why people want to get rid of me. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you, guys, I, uh, you know how to treat me? Treat me with respect. And I'm just, I'm just jaundice. I don't know why you guys. You know, why it, you got to bring racism? Yeah. Why, why you got to be racist? Like, um, just jaundice. <laughs> but actually, and it says black jaundice is a bacterial infection that's actually still around today, and it can be fatal. Um, I looked up what black jaundice is, so we can go down that road Hello later if we want to. Uh, I'm black jaundice. It's a. The book itself is 1,300 years old. Okay. So, And it's written in Coptic, which is an Egyptian language. It's made out of parchment, um, a type of book that researchers call uh, a codex, which is you know just a bunch of pages all bound together on the edge. And to invoke any of those, it's Klato Verada Necto. <laughs> <laughs> Klato Verada <laughs> So, I said most of the words. Yeah. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, so just to kind of put this into like perspective as far as like time goes, um, so researchers believe the codex dates to the seventh or eighth century. Um, you know, after. See, every time AC. you hear, every time you hear, I hear the word codex. I'm thinking, man of steel, that no. skull. <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear a word codex, I, I always think of like. When you played one of those adventure games, you had the little wheel and the ah, red thing. Yeah, the codex. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You scrolled around yeah. and you had to match it up to the, the card in. 
Way to old school up there. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, he showed his own. I bet you wrote that fucking 1300 year old book, huh? All right. He so, knew Black John is personally. <laughs> okay, so just so everybody knows, we're on the same page since I keep using this word. Codex, um, which is from the Latin codex, which means trunk of the tree or block of wood, um, is a book that's made up of a number of sheets of paper, vellum, papyrus, or similar, with handwritten contact us- content, usually stacked and bound by fixing one edge uh by fixing one edge, so like sewing it together or somehow attaching yeah. it, um, with covers thicker than the sheets, but sometimes continuous and folded. Um, so it's... <laughs> that, I heard that in my headphones. Oh my God. Sorry. No, but, but I'm Let's just get saying... To the magic. So, anyway. Let's so get to the magic. Getting to the magic. We don't want to look see how 1,300-year-old books are made. Get to the magic. Oh, I could. Okay, so the book says it includes a number of prescriptions... Or spells to cure possession by spirits and various ailments or to bring success in love and business. For instance, if you want to subjugate someone. Yeah. Are, are, are we, are we yeah, on? Yeah, okay. I'm still with you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right, just yeah, make it sure. If we have any questions, we'll go, Doug, explain that better okay. detail. To subjugate someone, the codex says you have to say a magical formula. They don't tell you what the formula is, and there's probably know, a good reason it for it. I know what it is. It's. Hi, my name is blah, 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 and I'm a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) I can buy and sell you. Therefore, now you go, shit, subjugate me. (laughs) So you say the magical formula over two nails, and then you drive them into his doorpost, one on the right side, one on the the left side. Nail them in the morning, nail them in the evening. (laughs) I'm a billionaire. Now I'm going to nail you now. And nail you again later. <laughs> the interesting thing is, so because this dates from between the seventh and eighth century, this or is around there, after Christ. Or before this is Christ? after Christ. There are um, during that time, a lot of Egyptians were Christian, and there are references to Jesus. There are invocations referencing Jesus in this book. So, so they use Jesus as a form of witchcraft. You want like to look spell? at it that way. You I mean, could. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is a it is a book of yeah. It's I mean, it's from what it sounds like, it's a book of spells slash prescription. Like it's all it's almost it's like a, a it's a it's it's the Egyptian almanac. Yeah, you know, or it's like it's you know, or in the Egyptian encyclopedia. And this you is what it looks to, like, guys. By the way, you so it's all to, handwritten. You want to know how to clear black jaundice? Just flip to the black jaundice page. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you need to know what ails you, flip to that page. If you want to know how to fall and make someone fall in love, flip to that page. But in this case, it'd be like, well, you, you know, you, you, a little bit of it, a little bit of vino, a little bit of opium, go hell Jesus. Whoa. When they pass the oysters, out, boom, we call it the Cosby <laughs> stew. Oh. <laughs> About five people out there just went too soon. <laughs> I don't think it was. It's never too soon with us. So, you know. rape is a bad thing. Um. Anyway, so for all those people out there going too soon, who weren't sure, like uh, no, here, here, we fully advocated. Sure, why not? <laughs> Rape is bad. So they're thinking that um, a lot of the invocations are associated with a group called the Sethians. The group flourished in Egypt during the early Cosby. century. Yeah. Sorry, it's my thing now. For us tonight. Um, 
And so they it flourished in Egypt Thespians? in the Sethians. Sethians, they're the actors. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> they made I, all thought this I thought we've been women liking women. Uh, that's lesbians. Oh, lesbians. Oh. Oh, all right, I'm confused. All right, guys. So the, um, Seth was apparently the third son of Adam and Eve. I guess I slept through yes. that chapter. No, no, no. I, I, I'm still with no you. No fucking clue. I knew that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I. 13 years of Catholic school, I had no fucking clue. Anyway, um, one invocation is. Seth beget Noah, if I think if memory serves me correctly. I am not going to sure that shit. You would know. I, I get fuzzy. I just remember Noah and Seth, I think, was. So he's in there somewhere. They yeah. were neighbors. They lived on the same block, yeah. kind of grew up together. So went, uh, it looks like rain. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> Seth? And it's like, you know, Noah's going up this, this wood. He's going through his, you know, thing. Yeah. Right? Hey, like, you said hey Noah, how's it going? <laughs> you still going out of arc? Oh, fucking Seth, God, dickhead. God, look, I'm not asking for anything much. I mean, I know I'm doing you this favor, but can just do me one favor. Lightning bolt right to his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got my paddles on it? Oh, just, just lightning bolt, just one. Can you do it now? Mm. It'll make my job so, so much easier. You got you got to collect two of each animal. Oh god, how's that working for you? Now, just something. Like, look, I'm willing to sacrifice. Can you, like, you know, I'm willing. To, are you willing to sacrifice two of an animal and have them both attack him and then let them die? Nah. <laughs> so I don't even bring the essence of him on this arc? <laughs> even after he's yeah. dead and the dead neighbors go out in the place. I, I oh, look at me. Oh, I'm a ghost of Noah. Oh, what a nice arc. <laughs> I heard you have free steaks. You're going to collect them too? <laughs> All right. All right. So, so, so what are, like, has anybody said, you know, like, uh, we did one of these spells and it works? Or how does Jesus play in this whole thing? You know, it does. It just says that he was referenced <coughs> in some of the invocations. Um, <laughs> psst, now, psst, psst. You, you know, a real miracle? This is how he makes one fall in love with you. Say you're a billionaire. Don't listen to that Jesus guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Trust us. Maybe, maybe it was mistranslation. We're thespian. And it's like you're calling out God's name. Yeah. They just translate That's what Jesus. it actually meant. Jesus orgasm, same thing. We're, we're thespians. <laughs> thespians. So they're saying they don't know who would have used this book. It's it's about a 20-page long book. They don't know who would have used it. The, it. And they're saying it may not necessarily have been a priest or a monk. You know, because that's who you would well, think would, well, I mean, if you know. If, if they're quote-unquote witches, it'd be some sort of sect that was not known about or maybe they were known well, about they and did, wiped out well they did say like it could they, they think it could be associated with that the sethian group okay i want to say yeah. how great would it have been if it was just like a kid making up stories and it was just <laughs> it was just some kids random doodling like you know like we all have these random yeah. silly yeah. thoughts and some people write them down what if it would be great if it was just that like some 12 year old writing in their journal going i think i know how to make people love each other just be kind to one another and do this and say, oh, geez, I met Jesus today. Seemed like a nice guy. A little airheadish, but eh, it's a young, It's actually young Mary Magdalene. I heart Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except he calls himself Jesus. <laughs> Mary Magdalene Christ. Mary yeah. Christ. <laughs> little hearts. Yeah. What? Dear diary, is it today I touched myself thinking about Jesus. 
I know it was wrong, but it felt so right. My name is Mary. His mother's name is Mary. Is there something I should be worried about? (laughs) (laughs) He did say... he I'm, did say that his daddy's not his daddy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking more of it's like a, it's a monk that wrote this. A monk? Yeah, and he's like just like it's her first like paranoid schizophrenic case. Some guy with random insane. Some random stuff. Yeah, if you fall in love, write this incantation down and nail two nails into the bedpost. Who does that? But no one forgets that their hands are underneath those nail posts. You want someone to fall and nail them to a bed. And I met. That's how he did the freeze. I, she got nailed last night. Comes so, from. Guy's going to wake up. Twice. <laughs> I nailed her twice. What the fuck are you doing? I'm nailing your bed so you'll fall in love with me. I meant figuratively, not literally, you idiot. <laughs> oh, help me. My hands are nailed to this board. It didn't say Jesus that. Jesus Christ! Help help me. Jesus Christ! Help I, me. I couldn't get off it either. Where are you going to for? I can't help it. <laughs> Walks into a hotel. There's three nails on the counter. Just put me up for the night. Ah! In this week of giving thanks, like to thank the, I like to thank the crow for that joke. <laughs> Stop me if you heard this one. Two Jews walk into a bar. They own it. <laughs> okay, so getting to your point about the magician. Um, so this is from the the actual like the article that was posted. Um, this is from somebody named <laughs> where the freak we call is it? it? The ironically, look like uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale, nah. and they're doing magic tricks for Scarlett Johansson's affection. Here it is, Mal- Malcolm Choate. I thought it was um, Malkovich. I was like, oh my god, no. Malcolm, Malcolm Choate, um, who's one of the professors in Australia that helped to um, that helped to decipher this book. So um, they're saying that uh, it's their sure. sense that there were ritual practitioners outside of the ranks of clergy and monks. Um, but exactly who they were is shielded from us by the fact that uh, people didn't want to be labeled as a magician. So it was like somebody who we would label as a magician, but was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a magician. Like maybe like a, you know, a faith healer or like somebody outside of actual ordained clergy. Oh, okay. Like I don't, I don't have a license for, I don't have a license for magic, but uh, I tend to do it, <laughs> I do it as a hobby. You know, like, yeah. hey, I do it as a hobby. I'm not really licensed, I'm a lot, not a licensed practitioner of magic, but I do know a few tricks. Here's a couple things. If you want to get rid of black jaundice, nail them to a bed. Um, no, no, I'm sorry, that's love. If you want someone to love them, if you want someone to love you, nail them to a bed. And by now, I meant like, f- not physical nails, I meant like, Bend them over, nail them from behind nah. with your penis. <laughs> no, not a hammer and nails, penis and nail, kind of flesh nail. Pound it into them twice, once in the front, once in the back. <laughs> you know, and if you're lucky, maybe once in the mouth. <laughs> not necessarily in that order. <laughs> not necessarily Seal in that deal. order. <laughs> once in the mouth. You know, doesn't have to be in that order because if you go once in the back and then once in the mouth, that's you got yourself a keeper. <laughs> That's love. That's love right there. You don't want to kiss her afterwards. But not after she no, but not if she had black jaundice. Because black jaundice is huge. You know? Maybe like throwing a hot dog in a hallway. 
Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> that episode of Family Guy was just on the other day, too. <laughs> That's all I can think about right now. Black Jordans. <laughs> I don't, He's a bad try to get rid of but I don't know why people can try to get rid of me. Because you're fucking up for the rest of us, buddy. <laughs> Black John has got a huge penis and he's ruining it for the rest of us guys. I know there's no cure for me, but, <laughs> but what the hell? But damn, baby, you got bad kids and black Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> even, even Jesus Christ went... Me, that's a big penis. Almost. That was the idea that Jesus using me in the uh, the other cemetery. Jesus Christ, a big penis. Me, that's a big penis. <laughs> I'm glad I explained it. Now he gets a little more. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention the first time. That's why. All right. See, I was. That's why I was. I'm done. I was like, going to snore. I was like, there was something really funny. I was like, the other week when I don't even remember what the fuck you said, but Ed just loses it. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but it was, okay. something, it was something you were talking about. And you, and, and it was said, just so. Yeah, I know it really well. And she's like, you were like, biblically. And I, <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> I like her thing. Oh, I know what it was. I was talking about my dogs, and I was like, you know, I love my dogs. And I know them real well, something. and you're like, biblically. And I totally missed it, because I just kept talking. I look over, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, when they say, you gotta listen real close to the show. There's shit going on underneath. <laughs> That's what he said. Layers of comedy. <laughs> Layers. <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, so this so, is the only one in existence? Only one in existence that they know of, yeah. It came... Because he went, he went to the editor, and the editor was like, I can't sell this shit. <laughs> You're talking about a guy with a big penis and how to... And nails? Jesus and, and Seth and... Jesus and physical nails to boards? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you talking about? He's like... No, no, he comes up later in the book. Like, uh, now the funny, I knew him. The funny thing is, is like, so they talk about the origin, like where this book came from, and yeah. all I could think is fucking Indiana Jones right now. It belongs in a museum. All right. Well, it is in a museum right now. Of course it is. So, no, it's on some guy's mantelpiece. <laughs> you never like, know. Yeah, this book right here, 1,300 years old, they talk about this guy, Black John, this... Man, he sounds like a guy I want to hang out with. And all the ladies. Dude, using <laughs> is a coffee table book. Yeah. You know? Don't mind the flesh-colored, you know, the 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 actually real flesh cover of the book. They skin somebody alive, and it's got a little actually, mouse. And I don't know if this has a cover to it. What the? If it's a book, it's a cover. If not, then not it's a, necessarily. Then it's a leaflet. <laughs> <laughs> a book has a cover. <laughs> do, do an ancient Egypt walking. Have you heard the good word of Seth? <laughs> Hi, no, no, you, please, please. Have you been reborn lately? What the hell is that? Trust me, it's it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the biggest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the origin of the codex itself is a, a mystery. So <sighs> the university um, where this was deciphered acquired it in late 1981 from a guy named Michael Fackelman. Because that who, sounds legit. Yeah, um, who's an antiquities dealer based in Vienna in the uh, 70s and early 80s. Macquarie University, like many collections around the world, purchased. Um, different uh, 
papyri. I didn't know there was a, a plural of papyrus. I thought it was just papyrus. But anyway, papyri from this guy, Michael Fackelman. So, but where he got the codex from is unknown. So I'm like, yeah, Krypton. there's some Someone made it shit. up. <laughs> there's somebody like just sitting there with crayons. The yeah. handsome papyrus and crayons, sir, kid. Have fun, honey. Dude, dude, dude give, me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I found this old papyrus. Dates back to three, to blank. You want to have some fun? Let's make up shit. I know this guy. I was at the strip joint, and there's this this actor named Black Jaundice. So we put him in there. We put in Christ. That'd be great. How to how to make love to a woman? No. That'd be awesome. The secret of the Sphinx that it did have a nose, but then it sneezed and it fell off. That's the stuff that they, when they wrap up a mummy, that they actually use, like, silly string. <laughs> when they unwrap them, there's one of those pop-out snakes. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. <laughs> I got another idea. Pyramids. Say they used to be squares, but they tilted to the side <laughs> after a sandstorm. <laughs> Ancient Egyptians had a sense of humor. <laughs> awesome. I never thought I'd believe the hell out of it. <laughs> well, see, Jesus Christ wandered through here. <laughs> Jesus was here. <laughs> There's a wall somewhere in Jerusalem. Yeah. For a good time, call Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Jesus. And then underneath it, Jesus was here. W U Z. There's a whole insert penis in here. <laughs> Free circumcisions for everybody. <laughs> Insert penis here. <laughs> Somewhere up above it. Peter's Half off. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's a dick. <laughs> Judas lives. <laughs> <laughs> With the little heavy metals. <laughs> Jesus is a dick. No wonder I was sold out for 200 silver. <laughs> 30. 30 silver? 30 silver. Uh, One of the five things I remember from Catholic school was 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> for 30 pieces of silver, Jesus could be yours too. <laughs> <laughs> Ancient billboards. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, Need to sell out your friends? Call Judas. <laughs> Three. Coming up. This week we're selling Pasha's Pilots dishes. <laughs> <laughs> He's washing his hands of all of oh, that. Oh, go, go. We tried going. We asked him if he can go any lower. He said he's washing his hands of this whole thing, folks. <laughs> hey, what do you want? Wash Cra- my hands. Crazy punches. Yep. Waka waka. <laughs> Crazy punches, house of bowls. Just hanging around? Well, we'll come by and mow your lawn for you. <laughs> for an extra 30 pieces of silver, we'll make sure your cross has the best view. <laughs> we'll put you on top of this mountain. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, nothing like blast me on a Sunday. <laughs> right now, you're going to play this on my funeral and they'll be like, everyone's straight with the heaven? Because this, this, this is outworthy stuff. Trust me, folks. It's okay. I got the okay. I'm up here. I asked. I'm like, I'm sorry. And Jesus was like, no problem. I've heard worse. Yeah. 
All right, so... so uh, yeah, so hey. there you go. So we... We found the Necronomicon. We did. And now we can, you know, bring the rock back to life. Well, I prefer the Evil Dead version. Whatever. <laughs> evil Dead... Evil you, Dead, The Rock. I, you know what? I did see Hercules, but I talked about that, didn't I? Yes, last week? Last yeah. 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 It was a good movie. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. 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 Good All right. So, yay on us. Yay, yay. On, yay on humanity for finding a old book that no one else has ever heard of. And yet, no one has the balls to try out some of these uh, spells. You know, it doesn't say whether or not everybody's trying... And, and everybody's trying them out. Everybody's, everybody's trying them out. Hey, dude. It's a 300-year-old book. You want to be cool? You got to at least do a spell. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Black Jaundice, everybody wants a Black Jaundice, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a Black Jaundice, my job might be a little better. <laughs> I would be able to look okay with a lot of... A lot of girls going to want to get nailed twice. Yeah. With a Black Jaundice, you're guaranteed to get nailed twice. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> once in the front, once in the back, at least. Oh, oof. Ow. <laughs> Almost at the same time. That's how big Black Jaundice is. Oof. Ow. Ow. I'm just saying, my life may suck, but when you got black jaundice, everything's a little brighter. Ow. You know? Yeah, sure, I'm jobless, my wife hates me, but I got black jaundice, I'm okay. Could be worse. I'm still stuck on the ones in the front, ones in the back. Oof. Oh, this. I just it is time to up, get fucked. Okay. Note to Johnny Rocks. Get batteries. My mouse is dying. Everything in here is dying. <laughs> like <Right>. our material. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so there you go. I posted it on Facebook if anybody wants to go read the article. Nice. Nice. And that was Life, the Universe, and Everything in Erica. Now yeah. it is time for Releases, releases of, of the week. week. Here we go, kids. This week in DVD and Blu-ray releases, Expendables 3 is coming out. Wow. Yay. What is it, the robot version of that? Yes. You're like, (laughs) this week in DVD releases, the Expendables 3. I do want to see that. Um, It was fun. I mean, it could Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good junk food movie. It it was. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, Wasn't as great as some of the, like, the second one I liked, the first one I liked. Third one was like, all right, because it, it. Introduce new people. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not here to see new action stars. I'm here to see the old guys. Yeah. I'm here to see some old guys kick ass. They did it in the beginning of the movie. Now I'm seeing all these new people. Now you need the old people to see the new people. If you just had the old people, you wouldn't have needed the new people. Then we would have been better. There would be no saving anybody. So, okay, what else you got? November Man's coming out. That was a really good spy movie. I en- I really, really enjoyed that one. Ironically, that's coming out in November. Oh. So, anyway. The Giver is coming out. Yeah. The Giver of Black Jaundice. <laughs> ah! Jeff Bridges, the bringer of Black Jaundice. <laughs> I call it Tron. <laughs> <laughs> right, that kind of came and went in the, uh, the theaters, though. Yeah. Yeah, I that was a, came... that was like I remember seeing the the, the trailer and the they were doing stuff. a whole fandom thing like ooh come see the movie on premiere night you'll be here you'll see like you'll be here live for the walking of the red carpet and then you technically are seeing the same movie Jeff Bridges is at that time <laughs> at that moment watch Jeff Bridges watch the movie watch yeah. Jeff Bridges watch Jeff Bridges on screen <laughs> <laughs> fascinating it's. It's the, no, it's the the giver inception. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, 
What else? A Merry Freaking Christmas is coming out. This is one with Robin Williams in it. Oh, wow, really? So they decided to go DVD release. Yeah, Joe say... McHale is also starring it. Well, actually, there's a whole nice mm-hmm. cast here. Joe McHale, Lauren Graham, Clark Duke, Oliver Platt, Candace Bergen. Hmm. Um, I you know, I knew this was one of the movies that he said about. I, I'm surprised they didn't... Put it on theater? Yeah. Uh, you know what? See, I don't know. I'm kind of like... One... I mean, I know... I saw a... Uh, it was weird. In the movie mm. yesterday... Had a trailer for Night at the Museum, the third one. Yeah, yeah. And you know, seeing Robin Williams in it was a little weird. Yeah. I mean, also weird seeing you know Philip Seymour Hoffman in the movie, going, "Those two guys are dead." Like I'm watching, <laughs> like this is weird. Yeah. I guess we know weird, and people listening to me do an audio of at my own funeral. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I knew he did that movie, but I thought they were going to do it for a release in the theaters. But maybe someone said, you know what? We don't want to capitalize on it. Yeah, you don't want to keep pushing yeah, you know, his movies out, but you want to get this. Yeah, like obviously when we want to put the movie out, and I don't, you know, it was it pro- if he was alive, it probably would have went to theater, but because it's sitting DVD and Blu-ray, I almost feel like someone maybe not. Like it's one of those things. Like, are, are you proud of the work? Well, or are you trying like, to? That's the thing, though. I mean, like, like at what point does it become bad taste? Like when you do something like, um, you know, somebody dies. And they've done stuff, and you're like, I want the world to see this, mm-hmm. but if I release it in the theater, like, will that be in poor taste? You know, if I, right? Or because there's going to be two or three of these that are going to be coming up, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, they, well, and I mean, they did that with Philip Seymour Hoffman well, too. So like did, his stuff got got released. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, I did read recently that the director of the second part of Mockingjay mm-hmm. did say they're not doing any digital rep- reproduction of them. They're taking mm-hmm. what they have, use it obviously. But the last couple of stuff that he was supposed to film, we're just going to have other actors say those lines. We're not going to digitally put him in. He's like, that would be disrespectful to his family Mm -hmm. to have him because we need him for those scenes. We're going to digitally. It was, I'd rather just have other actors deliver those lines. You know, and just. Because I saw a documentary where they've done like the uh, classic rockers. There was a. a, I can't think of their names right now. The, The guy who did La Bamba. Uh, the Big Bopper and um, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, thank you. Those three, and they were the the actors who portrayed them because they the families were there doing the shoots of those movies that they were there. And a lot of times they said it was this kind of a scary moment for them because there was one time where the guy uh, I wish you could remember names. So Buddy much. Holly, not the Buddy Holly one. The Big one, Bopper, the other one. Um, uh, Richie Valance, or yeah, it was Rich, Rich, Richie Valance. Richie Valance, and it was uh, uh... it's yeah. So I am so horrible with names. Why did I know those three? Yeah, well, the guy who played Richie Valance said he was going to get on the plane to go, and that's you know because the oh, plane right. crash. She was the 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 wife was yelling out, "Please don't go!" Like Richie, stay here. Like, uh, and he's like, "I'm not Richie. I'm you know." Oh uh, yeah, that traumatized. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. To relive that kind of memory. So for me, it's kind of like. The families must be, there must be a point where it's just like, yeah, you know what? I do want to show what great work they've done, you know, because right. it celebrates their life. But in yeah. a way, it's, it's still hard because they're not here to share it with. Right. You know, yeah. Say, like, great job or, you know, it's yeah. awesome. So it must be tough yeah. for, for families. I can't imagine. I mean, like I said, seeing, seeing the trailer, he wasn't in it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, seeing Mockingjay... Philip Seymour's in a lot of the scenes. Yeah. You know, he's got some a lot of talk and stuff. And it was it wasn't creepy. It was like watching him just kind of going, "Fuck!" Like 
dude, man. Like, you, like mm. me personally, I felt like, you idiot. Like, you, couldn't you just hung on a little longer? Like, couldn't you kick that dragon? Like, like I wanted, I, I would have supported you through anything. Cause I've always liked him as an actor. Yeah. It's just when, you know, even with Robin Williams, I mean, you just kind of get that feeling just going, you just want to scream, fuck you to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, why would you do that? I could, you could walk into a room and everyone in that room would love you. Yeah. Like, just want to grab him and smack him around. Like, you know, when I'm, okay, when I'm up there, I'm having to sit down with those two. All right. <laughs> and Heath Ledger. You do, you do that. All right, what else you got? Um, Tyler Perry's Amer- Amadeus <laughs> Christmas is coming out. Anyway, we were talking about this in the right up. Yeah, we were. We were talking about, you know, since we were, since I went to the movies, I had a, a mm-hmm. trailer for Annie, and yeah. uh, it looks like shit, to be honest. Yeah. But we we had, like, it was whole, like, it was uh, Tyler Perry presents Annie 2 Electric Boogaloo <laughs> and Medea, Big Mama's House, starring the Clumps. Like, oh, it was just oh. that would be amazing. Medea Christmas. You know what? Is okay. I'm sorry. I'm just saying the Medea Christmas looks awful lot like Merry Freaking Christmas. The all oh, Santas and stuff. Now, I would see Merry Freaking Christmas because I love Joel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Shockwaves are is coming out on Blu-ray. Exactly. Okay, Okay, Um, I thought so. Yeah. It was one of the movies I'm thinking, if I don't mention this, they're going to be like, oh, that's a great movie. You wouldn't know anything about it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, that's got to be one of those movies. I guess not. Yeah, no, none of those movies. (laughs) All right, moving on then. What if's coming out on Blu ray? I have no idea why it's on here. I got to find it. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. You are? Yeah, I'm looking at the. the, the, uh, Well, it's got Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, that's why. Okay. You know, it's a refreshing, funny, and romantic. So here's the. The editorial reviews. What if is the story of a medical student dropout, Wallace, played by Daniel Radcliffe, who's been reportedly burned by bad relationships. So while everyone around him, including his roommate, Alan, Adam Driver, seems to be finding the perfect partner, Mackenzie Davis, Wallace decides to put his love life on hold. It is then that he meets Chantra. I've seen a trailer for this. An animator who lives with her longtime boyfriend, Ben. Um, Wallace and Chantry form an instant connection Striking up close friendships. Still, there's no denying the chemistry between them, leading the pair to wonder what if the love of your life is actually your best friend. The Insomma Romantic Company co-stars Megan Park and Una Chaplin. I've seen, I've seen the trailer. It's one of those, like, they're so good as best friends, mm-hmm. but everyone kind of goes, come on, you're, you're obviously, like, bang yeah. them, or you're obviously interested, and they're both like, no, I, I have a boyfriend. And the boyfriend seems to be, like, a decent guy, it doesn't look like it's not the classic. Your boyfriend's a dick. You yeah. really, you belong. It's like Ken. It's the Harry Met Sally of the new millennium. Ah, okay. I would say the the impression I got was okay. no, no. We could be friends. We don't need you know who's society to tell us that guys and girls can't be friends. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not society. It's biological. There you <laughs> go. All right. What else? Some kind of monsters coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, someone's phone's ringing. It's not the... Uh... Oh, it's that one. Yeah. Go answer it. This will be fun, folks. Say, talk nice and loud. Hello? He says hello. And, Ed, who is it? Is it Buffalo? Oh, come on. I was hoping for a little more fun. That was disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Ah. That was no Black Jonas phone call. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Spanish fly. <laughs> All right. Spanish gnat. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, I did some kind of monsters coming out on Blu-ray, right? Uh, yes, okay. yes. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking. It's coming out on Blu-ray. Um, actually, yes. yeah, it's, it's uh, I think the... That's what it says here on the thing. I probably... Yeah, it's it's a lot longer title. It is, don't be a menace to South Sally while drinking your juice in the hood. Yes. It's an old... Uh, what they said. It's, you know, it's it's, it's the spoof on... The Wayan <clears throat> Brothers, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's their version of the Black Point, another, like, version of the Black comedies. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was okay. I mean, Blu-ray, really? Yeah. All right. Guess everything old is new again. It's good. Yeah. What else? Well, speaking of old is new, Wizard of Oz 70th Anniversary Collectible Metal 10 is coming out. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And if you're lucky, the movie will be in there, too. <laughs> I, you know what? I do have to actually, honestly, pick it up. I, I do believe it is one of those movies that belongs in a collection. Yeah. It belongs in a collection. <laughs> See, I, I've never really liked... I mean, I've seen it a million times, but that movie is just... It never really did much for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was like cinematic genius back yeah. then. Going from co- from black and white to color and then having the uh, I mean, I, I, the process of... Uh, I recognize its place in cinematic history. I know it's a great movie. I have friends who are absolutely obsessed. It just may not be your thing. I mean, it's, yeah. you know... Like some people like... Okay, you and I yeah. grew up. It was, it was Thanksgiving night's movie. Movie, right. Mm-hmm. Whenever, every year. Channel 6, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Right. Channel Call 6 every year Thursday night while the football games are over you're sitting there digesting your food Wizard of Oz is in the background or you're watching Wizard of Oz it was just uh, falling asleep to it yeah it was a staple of growing up in, in, in my house at least or yeah. in my family it was in ours yeah. you know it was one of those things that was tradition because they didn't have much they went no one's going to watch TV but let's throw this on it was yeah. like, a, like a holiday tradition like tell um because it's a wonderful life is Christmas. Yeah, Wizard of Oz was the Thanksgiving version. Why that movie? I, I think because at the end she was thankful for everything she had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like like you had the power to go home all along, and then, and, and then they switched it from Thanksgiving. They moved it actually up to Halloween. It used to be right. on Halloween. I don't know mm-hmm. why they did well, that was, one. That was weird. flying monkeys. Kids, the kids were scared of that. That was really, that really, was yeah. It? Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, this one, next one's for you, Erica. Sailor Moon Season 1 Part 1 is coming out on Blu-ray. I would buy that. There you go. In a second. I would buy that. All right. Why, why is it? Is this I for you? I love my Sailor I love I, Sailor Moon. And it's been out for 20 years now. I love girls who cosplay as Sailor Moon. <laughs> you know, the really good ones. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah those I, are bad ones. I've loved Sailor Moon since... I was in high school because they they used to show it on I think it was like Channel Seventeen like right after school mm. and it was like a good year year and a half that like me and my sister would rush home from school to watch it or I'd rush over to my friend Nikki's house who was absolutely obsessed with Sailor Moon too and we would watch it and then they took it off and replaced it with something else and we're like what the fuck <laughs> and this was in the days long before like YouTube where you could download stuff online like. Yeah, it was very depressing. When, when, when was this? This was like... 90, Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> this was like 97, 98. Remember, remember like, like in the 80s when there were shows and they would get off the air and you're like, what the hell happened? Like, when do I find out? Or can I watch this cartoon somewhere? No. <laughs> well, and that's we're kind of... 20 years. Well, that's kind of how I felt because like, number one, I didn't have an internet connection until like probably a year after I started college. 
Like right. it, it took it took us a while to get internet. Um, it was a late bloomer. Um, but they, uh, you know, even when we did have internet, like yeah, we could find fan sites and and you know like photos and stuff. But like I said, it wasn't like YouTube where I could videos, just go right, yeah. and yeah, you, you know type in Google oh, it. Yeah, Sailor Moon season one and just watch it all because like now yeah. all the Sailor Moons are on. Yeah. Um, and they they actually have a. Uh, a new cartoon as well. Like right. they have a new yeah, version of it out. Do again. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I, um, yeah, I mean, look, well to this very day, I don't know if, you know, uh, star blazers. Yeah. You know, I, every time I watched it, it was always like, Oh, 150 days to earth. And then like the next episode was 273 days to earth. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like <laughs> I never saw them chronologically. Yeah. So I never knew like what was going on at any given moment. Thanks to syndication. I remember a friend of mine was telling me the story about Star Blazers was he came home and it was like they just started watching it. They got into the show and his older brother was home. You know, and he's yeah. stuck watching with these kids. This right. show. And he goes, it's one year till they find the cure for Earth. And then he's like, Jesus Christ, I got to watch this show for a year. <laughs> and the two kids are like, no, idiot. They jump through time. <laughs> what do you mean? I got to watch this whole thing for a year? <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's like 52 weeks, dude. It's like 52 episodes. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> like, you really are an idiot. And you're watching us? Christ, we're dead. <laughs> uh, all right, next on the list here is Mystery Science Theater 3000, the Turkey Day Collection. Yes. 31 is coming out. In the yeah. Collector's well, it's, it's Collector's Edition 31 because they, they put them in blocks. This one's the Turkey Day. Mm. What it is, and just what happens, I can tell you about this Turkey Day. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, what they do is what Shout Factory does is they, on their YouTube channel, is they do Mystery Science <clears throat> Theater 3000 shows the entire day. Mm-hmm. And what they had last year, and he's doing it this year, is Joel, the guy who created the show, mm-hmm. comes in and does new introductions to each show. So it's like watching like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 channel yeah. and with new content as far as. Hey everybody, it's me, Joel. Hope you're enjoying. You know, like all, like the intros and outros of every mm-hmm. episode, right. kind of like how we do at our show, yeah. like yeah. breakdown. <clears throat> so it's one of those like, hey, you know, in this movie we did this, blah blah blah. But it's it's literally all all Turkey Day because right. you know what way to celebrate Turkey Days? Turkey movies, like you know, like bad movies. That kind yeah. of, and that's how it, it originated because it actually originated on Comedy Central because Comedy Central would do that as their marathon for the day, like when sci-fi would have their you know new year's twilight zone yeah comedy central did their mystery science theater mm-hmm. 3000 turkey day celebration and then it just kind of like since they were they used to be on comedy central and then they got canceled mm-hmm. uh shout factory i think is now slowly picking up the rights to every one that they have right and they can put out and it's stuff that's already out and their box sets mm-hmm. but i think that this box set is the f- last year's turkey day like what they put on air. Mm-hmm. So they always kind of do, hey, fans, what do you want to see us do this year? And nice. it's kind of like a fan favorite. That's yeah. nice, yeah. Right. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's Mystery Science, MST3KA still lives. Yeah. All right, what else you got, Ed? Jeeves and Wooster complete collections coming out. Jeez. Now you're like, who? Exactly. But it is Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. Oh. And they're a comedy. So. Yeah. Have you ever seen House Smith making, making jokes? There you go. Joke, uh, clean shaven and younger. Yes. Yeah. 
I love both of them. <laughs> like I want to put them in my pocket and take them home. I love them. I would buy that just for the curiosity because yeah. because um I completely. Well, have you seen Have you seen Black Adder? I have it, and I forgot that he was in it. And then yeah, well, him. they're both in it. Well, Hugh yeah. Laurie and Stephen Fry. Yeah, I think there's and they're like, brilliant. Every time I watch them, going, oh my god, I forgot he's in it. Like, oh my god, I forgot he's hysterical. And, and I also did well. I told you I picked up uh, the um, My Python uh, one down forty go DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to get to watch it though. So I just reason why I brought it up because I went watching Craig Ferguson because right. it's his last you know couple shows. Yeah, and we're like a week behind, and he had. Um, Eric Idle on to promote mm-hmm. it. Not Eric Idle. Yeah. Eric Idle. No, no, it's not Eric Idle. It's John Cleese. No, not John Cleese. Terry Gilliam. Not Terry Gilliam. <laughs> Running out of people. Some of them are anyway, dead. I don't know. It was Eric Idle. Who's the guy who was in, uh, it was Eric Idle. Cause the reason, um, Oh my God. Jesus. Oh, just down two boards. To the bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> we good to go. Well, it's not Graham. Michael Chavin. Palin. Michael no. Palin. Okay. Michael Palin, yeah. Because, uh, what's his face? Uh, he has Eric Idle on, but he shows the clip of Michael Palin singing, uh, um, I'm a lumberjack. Yeah. So Eric Idle's uh, going. I'm a lumberjack and I'm He's like, okay. yeah, okay, this is great. Thanks for showing the clip with him in it. Like, if you weren't as confused. Like, uh, <laughs> well, you brought, you brought the DVD over. Of course, we didn't get to watch nah, it. Yeah, yeah, because we got two, we got waist deep into the uh, bonus stuff of uh, Batman 66. Yeah. Mm. But uh, it was funny though when you're reading the the cover of the the, uh, the article they were writing about. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, inside it they have like one of those like little pamphlet books because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like the final show of their O2 that the one last time thing. So I guess it was the uh, replica a replica of the program that yeah. they sold. Well, so when they go through the whole cast, they mention Graham Chapman's the first mm-hmm. guy, but because he's passed away, yeah. they wrote it though as if he was still alive, uh-huh. and they crossed out and said Graham Chapman is, and you see is is crossed out and written above it was. I love that. Uh, <laughs> it was dead. It's a great visual joke, yeah. but it's it's hysterical because it goes through the entire thing. It was like that's brilliant. Like that's yeah. you know that's yeah. funny. Something that's something they would all love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what else you got, Aaron? That is it for uh, DVDs and television movies. Uh, we can move on to video games, or unless you have some honorable mentions. Um, that I can be honest. Like? I look through, not gonna, nothing really jumping out. I mean, kind of. I mean, for music folks, there's some kind of monster from Metallica. We mentioned that mm-hmm. Neil Diamond, that hot night, hot night in August. There's an REM. Sweet Caroline. Da, da, da. Oh, drunk history. And... Drunk history. I, I think it's pretty funny. I love watching it. So if you're a drunk history fan, um, son of a up. bitch, what the hell? Yeah, I'm summing through it. I gotta be honest, there's not it's not really like it's the holiday season, so unless it's a triple A AAA title, it's all gonna be crap. Like I see here they're putting out a Guardians of the Museum uh BBC. Mm. Apparently did a Garlings Guardians of the Museum, which looks like it's a night of a museum mm-hmm. knockoff. Not well I'm gonna ah! say I'm gonna say hold on for a second because the mm. BBC version. Well, the BBC, America has been known to rip off a lot of European, uh, British television shows yeah. and make it their own. So I'm willing to bet that this is actually before Night at the Museum. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, you're, okay. um, let's see. So you can find that. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing, nothing in uh, Amazon that just kind of gives the old editorial review. Just Hold says on. Guardians mm-hmm. Museum DVD. Um, All right. Uh, it started in 2010. Okay, and when was the first night at the museum? Uh, it was before that. Sure. Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. yeah. Um, Close. Two thousand six. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So there you go. There was there. There is a case. I'm, so the first one time of the few cases where BBC uh, is now ripping off Americans. I'm gonna say it's still probably better than the American version. All right. <laughs> all right. And the the lead hero yeah. looks like a drag queen, like a dude dressed like a woman. Maybe it is. I don't know. Wikipedia that shit. Now I'm curious. Uh, oh, this fucking mouse is killing me. All right. Scared. Let's move on to video games. Yeah, let's move on to video games while I uh, bitch and complain. Yeah, because this, this is going to take a while. You ready, kids? Yeah. Penguins of Madagascar by Little Orbit's coming out for the Wii, the mm-hmm. Wii U, and the 3DS. Makes sense. Aww. The movie's coming out soon. That's right. So if you want to find out what's in the movie, kids, we play the game. Nothing like it. All right. So uh, what else? No, it is a woman. It is a woman? Yeah, Gemma something. That is a very manly woman. <laughs> Whoo! Then there's Akaba's Trip, Undead and Undressed by Xseed for the PS4. Oh, I know this shit. Why? God damn it. I really wish my fucking mouse would work. Um, no, no, no. I went to see the picture. One of the guys at work was mentioning this. Yeah. And I got to be honest. I'm I'm okay with weird games. Yeah. But this is, as far as I'm concerned, the most bizarre game of all fucking time. <laughs> um. If my if Ed, can you click on the link to make sure that I'm I'm if there's a description of the game to make sure that I'm accurately representing this if you might want to go up. Up, up, up. Stop right there. See that that little list? <laughs> like all this. Let's see. I'm I'm looking here, I'm talking to him like uh, um Ed's mic here. <laughs> yes, okay, I think this is it. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> We broke Ed. <laughs> you didn't hear it. You didn't fucking hear it. He farted when he leaned into me. <laughs> oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> yes, I know. Hold on. It wasn't in his face. I was leaning forward and the gas in my belly just... slipped out the back. <laughs> it went, we're going to make a speedy exit. <laughs> Heard your wife coming. Get out the back. <laughs> so, okay. As I said, as far as games go, this one's a little bizarre. This is basically a fighting game yeah. with vampires. Uh-huh. Think, all right, this is cool. Now, this is how the guy described it to me. Right. And I was like, oh, a fighting game with vampires? I'm sitting there going, first, my first instinct was like, once again, vampires are the bad guys. This fucking sucks. Why aren't they, they going to make a good vampire game? Right. You know, like Vampire the Masquerade, that role-playing game, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. This is a fighting game. Mm-hmm. And according to, the, this, to how he described it, you're the hero... And the place is infested with vampires. Mm-hmm. Only way to beat these vampires, to kill these vampires, is by exposing them to direct sunlight. Okay. Usually how The only happens. way you can do that, though, is by beating them so hard that their clothes fall off. <laughs> so apparently their clothing is UV protected. So you actually have to beat them naked. And I looked at him. He I'm was... going to take a stab in the dark and say somebody was stoned and horny when mm. they came up with the concept of this game. No, because I can. It's a Japanese game. It, I'm, I'm standing by my. Nah, I'm going to say Japanese love their their any any because there's an actual video game called out. We talked about it before. The Contraception Four, where the idea yeah. is to create babies. Right. Uh, yeah. It's. It's that Japanese. No, nope. that it's that Japanese magma uh, manga manga culture. I'm out. You know, 
And he was so excited about this game. I'm just going, so wait, so the concept is is that you have to punch somebody so hard that their shirt comes off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, first I'm sitting there going. I got to say, it sound, sounds like a good night, first of all. But, wow. I, no, to me, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, wait, and you can't get into Dragon Age Inquisition? <laughs> because he's like, yeah, because the, the women don't look that great in it. And I'm like, well, yet you're going to play a game that's animated that you punch to knock somebody off out of their clothes. Really? Like, <laughs> like, cow. like, that's entertainment for you? Like, I'm like, almost like, I want to, I want to say like, it's you're like, is it who I think it is? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, do you do like to me? Like, okay. I'm pretty, like I said, open when it comes to video games and I don't care about nudity. I don't care about the concept of nudity, but this one seems like, he actually prefers it. Well, yeah, there's that. But the idea, like, and again, not making a stance on anything, it does feel kind of rapey. Like, <laughs> like creepy rapey. Creepy rapey. I'm going to hit you so hard. That I'm, I'm not, going to hit you so hard. I'm that your top's going to gonna fly out. And you're going to die. Like, I don't know if it's all, if it's just strictly women that you're beating up or if you're a woman and you're beating up other women. I don't know anything about this game. I don't know if it's got, like, girl and guy vampires. I mean, I'm intrigued. To play this game so I can just review it on the show. Yeah. So I might finagle a copy just to try it out. All right. Because I am kind of morbidly curious uh, curious right. about it. Because I am like, like, well, is it, are you just fighting just girls? Or are you fighting guys and girls? <laughs> are you... I mean, okay, like, next week you'll come in and be like, this is the game of 2014! <laughs> <laughs> Finally! <laughs> this is the game of the year for Sean! <laughs> Animated titties! <laughs> And that's not- I got black Jordans from this. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh the name of his character, Black Jordans. Yeah. And you had two good ones tonight. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> He's on a roll. Are you okay? Do you need a minute? Nope, I'm good. Okay. I mean, I, I, to me, I'm just like, I'm so fascinated. But again, it does seem kind of creepy rapey. It's like, I'm going to beat you in submission and hit you so hard that your top flies off. Sunlight hits you and destroys you into a turn to dust. I'm like... Something just seems a little morally weird weird about yeah. it. Like that and I understand weird. Japanese, you know, anime, you know, the Japanese magna or magma 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 magma. It's you know, it's a bunch it's of volcanoes. Tano, it's fucking tentacle porn with That's that hot Japanese porn magma. Yeah, it's very magma. Magma. Hentai, uh, hentai, hentai. Thank you. Yeah. It's very hentai. I'm waiting, like it is sad that I know this shit off the top of I my mean, head. The only thing that would make it complete would be tentacle porn. Yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, make that happen. Know there is a tentacle porn in this game. I, you know, what? Probably, I'm, I'm willing to bet you there's a vampire with tentacles. There you go, or at least a chick with a dick. <laughs> chick with a dick. <laughs> they they, call always, her, throw, they, they always throw one of those in, and they always call, and they call her Black Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, so that's my. Uh... By the way, I just googled vampire with tentacles. Yeah, there is a vampire squid. Yeah, in the game. No, just oh. in real life. Okay. Huh. All right, so um, there's one last game. It's last... Persona Q: Shadow of the Labyrinth by Atlas for the 3DS. Yeah, it's an ex Persona game. Yep. Uh, what about that uh, Minecraft for Xbox One? Is that not on your list? 
That was not on my list. <coughs> Why was that on my list? Because it's already won. no, it's already it's already out. It's not oh, okay. coming out. It's already out. They're just lowering the price. Oh yeah, because how nice of them. Well, that's because Microsoft is like, hey, we're still please playing. buy our game. Please buy please. our stuff. Come on, you know please. Like you us. know what? Um, okay, yeah, it was five hundred dollars, but we'll take the connect away and bring it down to four hundred dollars. But then, then when we'll knock fifty dollars off the price, make it three fifty, and then now because of the holidays, we're gonna knock off another twenty dollars, so you can buy the game system for only three hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Please buy our game. Please, 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 please. Yeah, it's like really. You're getting desperate, Microsoft. It's I mean, of not course attractive. Going, oh. I mean, yeah, they're slowly catching. I didn't know anything about that was attractive about Microsoft. I mean, not attractive. Yeah, no. And I'm a Microsoft user. So, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, that's what we... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sir. Is that, is, that, is that it? That's it. That is it. You're freaking me out, Ed. <clears throat> All right, cool. All right, so um, two reviews: Far Cry Four and Dragon Age Inquisition. I can tell you, I'm playing a lot more. I, I'm Playing a lot of Far Cry 4. Uh-huh. Plays a lot like Far Cry 3. I'm uh-huh. not going to lie. Um, so I kind of know what's going in. Only different place. thing is, different setting. Instead of being in the middle of like a, a South African or South American island, mm-hmm. you're in the Himalayas. Okay. Um, the bad guy is a very awesome bad guy. and I would say <clears throat> he would make a great Bond villain. Because he's very calm, cool, and psychotic. Nah. <laughs> like He's very polite. Very, like, you know... It's very... Good with his words. Yeah. So he makes a great villain. Um, but other than that, it's like, hey, look, I have to... And it's by Ubisoft, uh-huh. which also make like Assassin's Creed. And you always, you, I'm not saying it's lazy gaming, but I think the reason why I enjoyed it is because there's not a lot of thinking involved. I mm-hmm. go, I need to open up this map. I can climb this tower and look around. Or actually, not, instead of looking around, it's climb up this tower and interrupt the uh, broadcast signal. Yeah. You know, to bring up Radio Free India kind of thing. Nice. And... That opens up the cloud from the map to be able to see what you can do on the map. Ah. And very much like if you, in Assassin's Creed, you climb a tower and synchronize with the computer, it opens up the cloud of the map. Yeah. Okay. So it's very, very... Look, there's an outpost. You have to free to be able to get more access to better stuff and fast, you know, like fast points in your map. Fast travel, yeah. Fast travels. You can go yeah. from here to there real quick. I'm like, all right... I love I love it. And you guys will get to do some hunting, like you know, with bow and arrow. I prefer my sniper rifle, like you know, like from a hundred hundred yards out. Bam! <laughs> Dead. Walk over, skin them so you can build up. You know. <laughs> oh, in the game, are you a size fourteen? Well, see, that's the thing is, believe it or not, after you do, fuck me, after fuck you me. do kill them, you do skin them because the skins that you get helps to upgrade your armor, help to upgrade your ammo cases, help to upgrade your wallet. You know? <laughs> well, because there's trade. She would wallet. Let you cover a book. You know? Yeah. From I mean, ancient Egypt. It's one of those, like, uh, so, so, and then there's, like, the uh, Do you need a copy hunts. of the Necronomicon? Yeah. You know, um, like, I had to hunt a, uh, almost like their version of a dingo with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> dingo shot your baby. Um, I had to take down a rhino with a shotgun. Which is not as easy as you think, especially when it's charging at you, knocking uh, trucks up into the air. You know, uh, you get to ride elephants. All right, which is awesome. Giddy up! You ride an elephant, and you can go into a place and just like fifty bucks in the nightstand and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that was. <laughs> I call this elephant Black Johns. That's <laughs> on a roll tonight. I'm proud of him. Um, so, I mean, you get to ride an elephant, you get to write, wreak havoc on an elephant. I mean, my favorite thing was, yeah, wreak havoc. My favorite was I was trying to do this outpost, yeah. and there's an elephant right outside the gates. 
So I took my bow and arrow, shot it in the ass, <laughs> which... Claims was it that, Cupid's arrow? No, no, wait. Which got it riled up, and that it went through a elephant. rampage through the outpost and killed everybody in the outpost. So I was able to take... You're like, like oops. <laughs> uh, like, I, was, oh. I was aiming for the tree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to take an outpost out without even getting near it by letting a, a elephant trample through the place. Yeah. You can also do that. Like you're Not only do you skin them, but you keep the meat for live bait. So I could throw it in there, and next thing you know, a wild animal will come running through, like a pack of dogs, tearing shit up. So I literally, I can just go, yeah, I need to get in there. I'll throw a hunk of meat in there, and next <laughs> thing you know, a, a, a you know, a leopard runs in. I mean, a leopard or a tiger runs in, yeah. tears shit up, and the guys are shooting at it. Wah! You know, and then you can sneak in, just pop them off your sniper rifle. <laughs> and then, voila, you capture an outpost. <laughs> <laughs> And then they usually want to kill the animal that's in there, so you get to skin it and use it, you know, use it to upgrade yourself. <laughs> I'm a smart game, Ed. I'm smart. <laughs> I threw a mongoose in. I got a leopard. I threw the leopard in. I got a tiger. <laughs> I got a t- I threw the tiger in. I got a lion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lions weren't native to. <laughs> so video game. Come it, with it. It's it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, definitely, you know, grab it if you can. Yeah. Um. Dragon Age Inquisition. You really wanted to like this game. I, I I do like it. Yeah. But it's one of those games where it's like, fuck, you're going to... It's a lot of walking. A lot of walking. A lot of... Like, we're like a... walking. We're walking. Yeah. Just we're keep walking. walking. Just keep walking. Walking. Just yeah, like keep walking. like a fucking walking. hobbit. When the hell are we going to yeah, get Yeah, it is very hobbit-esque. And the um, fighting mechanics are pretty good. I mean, the storyline I don't know much about because I barely got into the system the game right and then on my way it's it it says total about 80 hours of gameplay and that's without the season passes and all the extra content right. and stuff so 80 80 hours worth of just game content standard game standard game and i can see that because on my way from going to point a to point b i must have stumbled across at least 15 side quests <laughs> well another rabbit hole let's go yeah and, and that's what it is it's like and then and when that's I tra- where they get you. and that's where and i check the map the map is all black you know, jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to bring rice and everything? It's all just, it's empty space. Mm-hmm. And when you walk, it uncovers the map. Like you are kind of, you're mapping out the map as you walk the earth. Mapping out the map. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a technical term. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know, what technical term is that? It's te- gaming technical term. Okay, all right. It's gaming tech. All right. Gaming tech. All right. All right. Gaming tech. <laughs> Die. <laughs> so it is like one of those things where like I don't know where I'm going. Uh-huh. I don't know how to get to where I need to go. But I see that glowy little fucking you know diamond. And I gotta go. I need to get there. There's a mountain in my way. Fuck you. I don't know where the road is. Like, <laughs> yeah. But there are fast travel parts. But I have to fucking uncover them. And I'm like, <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of walking. A lot of walking. <laughs> oh, a lot of walking. And then and, 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 and then it's like, oh, okay. Well, like as I'm walking. Excuse me, sir. Um, can you help me out? I'll listen to you. Sure. What do you, what's your story? Um, I need you on your travels to find this. Sure. Why not? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the asshole that says, sure. Why not to everything? <laughs> you know? So it's like, Hey, but that is, I need cheese from my mouth cup. I'll see you get to fast travel. If you tell me, if you give yeah. me the cheese, you, you know, go up to the cheese guy. Yeah. I need a rack of cheese. I need a flounder That's... so I can get rid of these mice. It so is, I get a cat. It so I, is definitely the Alice's restaurant of fucking quests sometimes. Yeah. 
It's like, go here. Okay, go here. You need to do this. All right, well, to do this, I need to do this, 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 and that. And it's like, no, 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 and fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it gets to that point where I'm just like, <sighs> I mean, I, okay. It reminds me of Bard's Tale from the PSG, yes. like way back, where you would go up and you're a bard and you're supposed to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And you, you go, okay, well, I don't, I don't have a story, so i got to write a story. So you meet people just to write the story. And then all of a sudden, you're doing favors for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like that thing. Like, like if you do this, it's a, you know, the whole thing. And you're going, oh, my God. Like, I don't even remember what I'm supposed to do originally. Like, I that's, just... And that's just it. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where I might play, like, maybe, like, th- three, four hours total. I know what I'm supposed to do. I just don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm supposed to, like, it, this. And it does kind of keep in line with the other two Dragon Age stories. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to play the first two. And what was nice about it is, like, someone was bitching that there isn't any, like, lore to this game. I'm like, well, it is. It's in form of... And this is another thing I'm starting to get really annoyed with, is that gaming companies having to use the internet to help sell their game. Mm-hmm. Like, in this version of... You go to, um, I think it's Dragon Age lore log or something. like Something fancy. And it... Because you, you know, you log into the EA, you know, th- servers. Right. It still has your information for the first two Dragon Age games. Mm-hmm. So then this tapestry comes up of the stuff that you've done to help fill the lore that's going to be inputted into, to actually you export that file into the game. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. You know. I can't play this game now. Well, I you, shut my ass too many times. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well you can actually go go through and, re- and change some Great of the stuff. stuff. Yeah, you can. Like, it asks you to verify stuff. And most of the stuff is like, oh, these people did, t- these two people did meet. Yeah. Did you have this relationship with this person? Yeah, I had this relationship with this person. Like, in Dragon Age 2, I didn't have a relationship with anybody, but it, it's there. Like, who'd you have a relationship with? I was able to pick Isabella, the sexy pirate, you know, <laughs> from, from the game. I gave Black Jonas to this one, <laughs> this one, and this one. <laughs> and I got Black Jonas from him. <laughs> So I'm able to kind of create that fab that that, that tapestry of a of a of a world tapestry of history. Yes. So then then because it's all it's, you upload it into the server. So then when you start Dragon Age Inquisition, all that information you have gets dumped into it. So I don't know who I'm going to bump into. I don't know what my actions did in these two games and how it will affect the third one. You know. So it's 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 intriguing and it's always fun. But fuck you, it's a lot of walking. And it is. It's like, I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Oh, look, here's some bad guys. Let me go. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. Fuck, this is kind of... It's also like the, the funny mechanics are a little different. Um, that, that sounds horrible because... Just because you'll be walking through a town, you go, Hey, Sean! Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. I hate that guy for the first game. Yeah. I wanted to kill him. Shit. Yeah. Like, how did you fucking survive? I think I owe him money. <laughs> Run away! <laughs> you know, like, I'm kind of hoping... Just I be quiet so he doesn't see it. I mean, even though, like, like my character in the second game is not my character in the third game. Right. But I am kind of hoping I bump into Elizabeth, uh, Isabella. <laughs> you know, maybe I can get a little second piece. Little something, like, something. Little something, something. Because <laughs> I don't think she's with, you know, the Hawk, the guy from the first move, first game, second oh, game. Oh, you broke up? How horrible. But, yeah. Well, cause you can it, lean on my shoulder anytime. Because one of the companions in this game is the dwarf... That's telling your story from the second one. He's actually one of your companions. Okay. And the idea is that the um, mages and the Templars are meeting together in this one spot to finally settle larger differences. When something happens, of course, if not, it wouldn't be a game, that winds up killing them all. 
like destroying this being meaning. It's like a rift open up and this big green mm-hmm. shit flew out. And my character, for some reason, was able to survive this rift and able to open and close it with the palm of my hand. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get it, but it, there's like a tear in my hand that opens up and I go, and it helped to close like little portals and stuff. It makes and, that noise too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got some green ooze on the palm of my hand. I don't know how I got there. Ew. <laughs> you know? So, and that because the, the Chantry, the Templars, obviously, are pissed. They believe that the, you know, the mages didn't, you know, it's this whole big, like, political thing. Uh-huh. So, the chick from the second game as well, the, the, inter- the, the interrogator? Yeah. Okay. And we saw her movie. Yeah. You know, Cassandra. Yes. She's in it, too. She's one other one of your companions. So she calls out, there's this big rule called the Inquisition, mm. where the government... Where the, the Inquisition. Yeah. And that's <laughs> every, time I, every time she mentions Here it. Here we go. I go, hey, hey, hey Cassandra, what's an audit de fe? Audit de fe? What's an audit de fe? It's what you audit to do, but you do anyway. <laughs> every time I hear it, I think of that fucking song. It's hysterical. Come on, talk you my winner, boy. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, all right. But you know, my my the idea is they call this like this this big thing going. You know what? We're gonna run shit for now, and it's my job to go through with the rest of my group and to go. Hey, you know what? The Inquisition's not that bad. Like you know, like support us. Like, you know, exactly. And I'm going. It's not that. And I'm bad. sitting there going. When in all of history has an Inquisition ever been good? Nobody expects a Spanish one. It's a pretty nice you know? Inquisition. You know, it's going pretty well. Everything's to go. We, you know, we're trying to get shit together, but you know, support the Inquisition, dude. And you're doing favors for you're doing these little quests mm-hmm. to get people to like the Inquisition. Yeah. And I'm just kind of going, this ain't right, you know. Uncle Sam wants you for the Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. Wow. So I'm just trying to wander around, and it's you get a little lost. And it's just like this is this is. Hi, how you doing? Oh wait, you want me to save somebody? All right, where's that at? Oh, it's a um, hundred miles the opposite direction. You know, so like, you couldn't have told me when I was a hundred miles in yeah. that direction. Yeah. Now all I see is a glowing diamond, and I gotta wander over there and go, well, "What's this?" And then on the way there, it's like, "Oh, here, this is something new." Yeah. Oh. You're gonna play this whole clip. It's gotta be a ten-minute clip. It's eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes, Ed, on a three. You're taking a break. Where for public amusement. Okay, you know what? We'll take a break. We're tortured and burned. And we'll play this through until we come back. All right. All right. All right, we'll be right back, folks. To ever sit in judgment over good and evil. The Grand Inquisitor. Takimata. All pay heed. Now enters His Holiness, Takamata, the Grand Inquisitor of the Spanish Inquisition. Takamata, do not implore him for compassion. Takamata, do not beg him for forgiveness. Takamata, do not ask him for mercy. Let's face it, you can't talk him out of anything. Let all those who wish to confess their evil ways and to accept and embrace the true church convert now or forever burn in hell. For now begins the Inquisition. 
Inquisition. Let's begin the Inquisition. Look out, Sam. We have a mission to convert the Jews. We're gonna teach them wrong from right. We're gonna help them see the light and make an offer that they can't refuse. That the Jews just can't refuse. Confess. Don't be boring. Say yes. Don't be dull. A fact. You're ignoring. It's better to lose your skull cap than your skull. Oh, you're a The Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition. Here we go. We know you're wishing that we'd go away. But the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay. Oh, boy. The Inquisition. Watch out. The Inquisition. Oi, oi. I was sitting in a temple. I was minding my own business. I was listening to a lovely Hebrew mass. Then these papers persons plunge in and they throw me in a dungeon and they shove a red-hot poker up my ass. Is that considerate? Is that polite? And not a tube of preparation H in sight. I'm sitting flicking chickens and I'm looking through the pickings and suddenly these guys break down my balls. I didn't even know them and they grabbed me by the score them and they started playing ping pong with my balls. Oi, the agony. Ooh, the shame. To make my privates public by game. The Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition. Here we go, we know you're wishing that we go away. But the Inquisition's here and it's here too. Hey, Torquemada, what do you say? I just got back from the auto de fe. Auto de fe? What's an auto de fe? It's what you oughtn't to do, but you do anyway. Skit, scat, voodly, vat, and doodly, they. Will you convert? No, 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 no. Will you confess? No, 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 no. Will you refight? way I said pretty please I bent their ears now I'll work on their knees converts today not a one nay 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 we have flattened their fingers we've branded their buns nothing is working send in the nuns
Inquisition, what a show. The Inquisition, here we go. We know you're wishing that we go away. So come on, you Muslims and you Jews. We got big news for all of you. And we're back, folks. Wasn't that fun? Remember, I don't know. <laughs> to whatever you learned in that episode, just remember it. Remember, right? I forgot. Yeah, remember, don't don't be whack. <laughs> Crack is whack, yo. <laughs> remember, kids, don't do drugs. What the hell does it do a part two or anything? I don't know. <laughs> Seems kind of appropriate. I don't know. Remember, the Inquisition was bad. Not the game. Just the actual real live Inquisition. Nobody go. expected that. You know. <laughs> Who knows? Talk, you might win a buck. <laughs> it's always my favorite line of that time, too, too. Because he's got that like, ah? But right now, anybody who's a fan of the show has probably seen that movie and, and went, that's awesome. <laughs> like You can see the guy's big eyes. And like that, huh? <laughs> Well, it is on our Facebook page right now. Uh, that's right. Yeah, it's our posted. So go to uh, Geeksters Radio and Facebook and then like the page while you watch the clip. There you go. Bit of luck. So, yeah. So um, we hope you enjoyed it. And tune in for part three where we bring you nerd news. Mm-hmm. And in nerd news, we talk Fantastic Four. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to tell you what to expect. Nerd news. And if you want to know what about Nerd News, I already teased the little Fantastic Four information, but that's it. That's all you get. First one's free, folks. <laughs> if you know what else we talk about, listen to part three. Yeah. At least the first opening, because that's when I'll put it all on front street, and that way you can decide whether or not it's worth listening to. So, But in the meantime, if you want to catch the shenanigans live on Sunday nights from 6 to about 9.30-ish, yeah, a little later. Tonight was a late night, because we started a little late, if you didn't notice. Um, you can do so on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And uh, if you want to c- contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. And if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. In the meantime, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Like us. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And uh, is that all the plugs, Ed? That is all the plugs. Okay, so uh, we'll see you on part trace. <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs>